discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. All right. Welcome, welcome. Uh, Happy New Year. Oh, no, wait. First, I know this is belated, but Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. I hope your Christmas was great. Your holidays was great. And I hope your New Year's was great. I had a great time going down to um, my uh, friend's uh, place in uh, Atlanta. It was a really good time. And I also went to go see um, a WWE event um, down there in Atlanta. Uh, Day one, if you guys are uh, WWE fans. Um, and it was great. It was a good time. Uh, and I really wanted to do that because one, they've never done that before. Have a, uh, at least that's what they say. They have never had a, you know, a January 1st, uh, pay-per-view or premiere live event. Sorry. That's what they call it now instead of pay-per-view. They've never, they've never had a premiere live event on the first of the year. And I really wanted to cap things off and start things off on a good foot by having my own day one because you know it's a new year and everybody does that you know new year new me thing and I completely get that and it's kind of cliche but also sometimes people just say well you know it's just literally the next day it doesn't really even feel like a fresh start or a start over or do over and I completely understand that and I kind of want to get away from that I really do want a day one, a first day thing to happen. And um, I'm kind of glad that that event existed because I really wanted to have a first day. Because, again, I do want this year, 2022, to... <coughs> Sorry, I'm going to be a little under the weather. Um, so I'm going to be coughing quite a lot, I believe, during this episode. But I really want to, um, you know, make a change, make a change for this podcast, make a change for my personal life and all that good stuff. Um, uh, so I'm just trying to make headway and try to make new goals for myself, um, try to achieve old goals as well, and just elevate, manifest higher, you know, amongst the podcast make it bigger make it grow get more engaging episodes i'm happy for the feedback that i get from these episodes so thank you very much from the married at first side episodes and also from the 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 other episodes too whether it's by interview or solo stuff thank you very much um you know just trying to come up with more interesting things it's just that you know life gets in the way and i just need to make time for it uh, but you know, well, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it there. Also, too, just trying to finish my books. Hopefully, they both come out this year. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. Also, um, um, even though I really didn't want to do this, um, I've gotten back on the dating apps. So, I'm, so right now, I'm on Bumble and on uh, Tinder, and they are both... Every time I go on a dating app, I am reminded why I got off of it. <laughs> it's so uh, 
It's so bad. It really is. Just like so, like the Tinder one, you know. Okay, it's it's great looking. It's great looking at the prospects that are out there. You know, some of them are super hot. Some of them are like, Ugh. um, and you know, of course, I swipe left, I swipe right, and it. Uh, I really haven't necessarily gotten any hits, even though I've got, even though I've seen some some quality people on there. But uh, out of the two, I like Bumble better. I don't know. Bumble seems more, I guess, wholesome. And I guess just more of the type of women that I would like. But again, even with that, there's some just some shenanigans going on. Because of um, how Bumble works is that, you know, the woman is the one that talks to you first. As opposed to all the other apps out there that the men do that. So I mean, it's kind of a twist. So it's pretty cool. But still, the man on his end has to at least... Uh, not match with you. Well, yeah, he has to match with you, but he's the one who's swiping left and right. And then if you, the woman, match with him, then it's like, oh, you're a match. But then the man can't say anything. The woman has to say the first thing. So the cool thing is, is that once you guys match, the woman has 24 hours um, to text you before the match ends, and then that's it, you guys aren't able to talk but sometimes no well not sometimes they will allow you a 12 i believe it's a 12 hour extension just in case let's say it's two hours left and the guy in question is like you know what damn i really want this chick she seems cool i like her personality i like what she's written about herself you you know you you extend it so this girl um she liked me on, you know, on Bumble. And I'm like, oh, I read her stuff. She looked cute. Boom. Matched with her. Okay, she got 24 hours, right? So it goes down to like 12, right? I think it goes down to 12. And then I'm like, mm, 12 hours, man, what the hell? You know, that's like half the day. Like, you mean to tell me that she hasn't touched her phone in 12 hours? Like, yeah okay the only time you do that is i is that is either you're asleep or you're dead like i know she's been on the phone i mean i don't literally know but come on who isn't on their phone nowadays but i'm like all right you know let me give him benefit of that whatever but i'm kind of getting pissed because like the 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 site i mean the 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 reasoning for the site is to let the girl know that like she wants you instead of the guy saying he wants you so i'm like all right you're the one who's interested in in me. Let it be known. Like, where are you? You know. So I'm like, should I give her an extension? I don't know. I don't know. Let me let me break. Let me see how far it goes, because I don't want to seem too thirsty or whatever. But even though the site kind of makes you into that or whatever, and then like I go on it. I go on the site again, and then she extends the time herself. I didn't know you can do that. So she puts it. So boom, it goes back. It goes back to 24 hours again. No, 36 hours. It adds, it adds a whole day again. And I'm like, wait, why would she extend her time to speak to me but not speak to me? You know, so like it's driving me insane. And I know 
the people out there is like, yeah, man, just keep swiping on other people. And I have been, but I'm just fixated on that. Like, you have to understand, <coughs> the site is made for the woman to show interest in you. So this woman has shown interest in me, but doesn't want to speak to me, but has extended her time so she could speak to me, but yet still hasn't speak spoken to me very weird and you know i'm about to go real time right now and see how many hours she has left to uh talk to me she has uh, hold on she has 14 hours left she has 14 hours left to message me and she has yet to do anything. Very weird. Very weird. Uh, I don't know. Very weird. But okay. This is what I'm working with. This is dating in 2022. I don't get it. I don't get it. Anyway. It's not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> um, um, we are here. It's, it is a new season right a new season has dawned upon us we really didn't have a break again again it was like a month break essentially like a month and a week break between seasons but hey man they want to churn these they want to churn these bad boys out well i'm here for it all right so we are here married at first sight season 14 episode zero matchmaking in boston the matchmaking special so they are back in Boston. They haven't been in Boston since season six. And that season six had the couples of, first of all, this is how way back it is. They only had three couples on there, which is crazy, which we have, you know, five now. But um, they had Shawnee and Jeff D. Remember that couple? Molly and Jonathan and Jacqueline and Ryan. And even with those names, I, I remember that season. I mean, vaguely, but I, I definitely remember the couples. And even back then, I had my boo and my bitch of the season. But, I mean, I, I won't try to say bitch that much. I'm, I mean, unless you are one. So I'll just say brat, okay? Is that all right, ladies? Uh, is, is that is that cool with you? I mean, I'm trying to be progressive, you know? So uh, I had my boo and my and my brat of the season back then. And my boo back then was Jacqueline. Um, I remember Jacqueline. She was super, super sweet, super cute. And she, you know, really wanted to get married. And her freaking dumbass boyfriend. I'm not boyfriend, bo husband, or Ryan. Remember him? He was like, hey, hey, you know, I need to hang out with the boys, you know? I need to hang out with the guys. You know, like, that was like his thing. I want to hang out with the guys, you know? Yeah, I was late. At, I came late at night, you know, hanging out with the guys. Like, he did not. He loved hanging out with the guys like he'd be out two three o'clock in the morning and Jacqueline was like yo I really wanted to like be with you and like share my time with you and he's like yeah you know I was, I was with the guys you know I was with the guys it's like dude get the what I mean okay <laughs> so weird and Molly and Jonathan oh so Jack uh Jacqueline was my boo of the season and Molly was definitely my brat of the season um, she was the one who like was all freaking a freak in high school. Oh uh, no, sorry, a freak in college, you know. And I think she had like a threesome, and 
she didn't want to give homeboy, you know, Jonathan any play. And I'm just like, and granted, she's, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to, whatever. But like, who, okay, so you mean to tell me you can have a threesome in college, but you can't even give your husband some ass? Like, does that, who, who, who higher than your husband can you give it to if you're willing to have a threesome in college? Again, I'm not saying that you're forced to have sex. I'm not saying that. But it's like, I don't know. Okay, maybe I guess maybe she wasn't attracted to him or whatever. But like at the same time, she really didn't try. She was she was just very cold and um she she kind of well not lied, but um I guess she faked it you know what she reminds me of? She remind she reminds me of proto she was the proto Haley. Haley from actually they're actually, you know what? Molly and Jonathan are the pre-Haley and uh, Jacob from season, I guess, 12 with um, Ryan and um, Clara. Is that, is, that, is that the right season? I think season 12. Yeah, that season. Same thing. You know, big jock, jockey kind of guy and, and the woman just not just liking them, whatever. And then Jonathan actually... He uh, got engaged to the counselor that was actually helping them. I forget her name right now, but she's but she's no longer on the show just because of that uh, conflict of interest. We'll say, <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, yeah. So they they haven't been back in Boston since then. So season fourteen, you know, twelve twelve seasons later, they're back in Boston. So fifteen hundred applicants signed up for this season that's that's pretty low considering the other ones were like you know 17 18 thousand but this one was 1500 so i don't know i think maybe maybe <laughs> this is better because it's more concentrated and <laughs> it'll feel real as opposed to um the other ones which was like the last maybe let's say the last three seasons have been very uh, farcical did i say that right but they were just very like they were just not good at all. I mean, I enjoyed them. Don't make don't get me wrong. I don't think I really had a season where I was like, oh my god. Oh, except for the the Chris and uh Chris and um what was her name? Chris and Paige season, which I guess was the same season as Ryan and Claire. Speaking of Ryan and Claire, they just recently announced their uh not divorced, but the reasons why they got divorced, and um, Ryan's reasoning essentially was saying that like he couldn't, he couldn't, he, he he's essentially that he said once you marry your significant other, you marry their culture too, and I yes. Especially if they're, if they're a different culture. Absolutely. And um, he said with them, with him and the family, you know, if you're very, like, avoidant and don't want to touch the food and all that stuff, it's like, okay, I understand you might have a preference, but sometimes, like, there's an avoidance. And especially when talking about black issues, whatever, you kind of, like, are flippant about it. Like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about or whatever. You know, he's like, I don't know if I could 
deal with that and especially with the you know if they were ever to have kids how would that play out you know like oh your grandma or your grandfather don't believe that there's shit going on and all that stuff you know um so i totally i totally get that and um i I get what he's talking about so yeah i mean who, who wants to have a lifetime of that so yeah so that was his reasoning as to why he got divorced but clara's reasoning was that she said that ryan no longer trusted her because of the whole like blow up of you know that video with her talking to all the other female contestants talking about how you know she did everything sexually for him and he didn't want to put out so she's like man you know i can't even trust you anymore and he said that that was really embarrassing and you embarrassed him in front of all his family and stuff like that like nah bro you embarrassed you embarrassed you because <laughs> why are you acting like you a virgin you're not i mean yeah you're christian and you're religious and stuff like that but you already bro- you already broke the rule you're not a virgin so you already broke the rule so there's one there's that and also you were married so under god's eyes it was okay now you know it was just that you didn't want to smash but then of course we found out that he was uh giving it up and they were having sex so i was like okay so what's the big deal then you know like that that whole i don't know man that whole relationship was weird I don't know why that even went on the way that it did. It was just it was just so weird. Ryan is a weird fellow. And 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 also um Virginia uh went on her live after Ryan said his whole spiel and she was like, "Listen, like Ryan didn't even want to teach Clara you know when she wanted to learn about like the black experience and stuff like that. He was saying like, "Oh, you should know, you should know." I'm like, fam, how is she supposed to know she's white? <laughs> you know, like no one's ever going to learn about stuff that they don't have to learn about. Yeah, that sounds bad, but we all do it. Like, Ryan, when was the last time you learned about something? Did, did you did you pick up a book when um the Stop Asian Hate stuff was going on? When, when that, you know, the hashtag Stop Asian, Stop Asian Hate happened did you pick up a book to learn how to you know stop asian hate did you do that or were you just co-opting it and being like well you know i understand because i'm black like no it's different because you're not asian so you would have to learn their struggle instead of just saying oh well i'm black so i understand so did you learn anything about that no you probably didn't you know so um we all do that did you did you um uh send any money in for uh haiti when haiti uh back in the day got hit by that earthquake or when the president got assassinated did you learn about um those people and their despair and all that stuff did did you did you pick up a book and learn about that stuff no you probably just heard about it and was like man that sucks and then that's it like you're not gonna learn unless you have to learn and I don't know why you wouldn't want to teach your wife about your experience. Who who better who better to teach her? Why does she need to go to Google or a book when 
you can bond over the experience, especially if you were going to have children, because most likely they would turn out to be black or, you know, light skinned. But still, you can like who better to experience that with your wife and teach her what's going on? Um, I I wouldn't have um I wouldn't have pushed that experience away. Like that would have been a perfect thing to bond. You could have shown her movies too. Like if like, cause like sometimes Clara, you know, we've seen that she doesn't like history lessons, so to speak. But you could have made a movie. You could have made a movie night. Like once, I don't know, like once a week or something like that. You should have shown. You could have shown her like a quote unquote black film or a documentary. She could have watched. You know, you you know, you guys could have watched like Twelve Years a Slave, or you could have watched Juice, or you could have watched The Higher Learning. You know, you could have done all this stuff with her. You know, to be like, yeah, this is how, this is how this is. You know, this is how. Well, not my, you know, not your life, but like this is how the black person's life is, or or stuff like that. You know, you could have shown her all that, but no. Uh, well, this is all alleged from Virginia, and I mean, we know how Virginia can be, but still. You could have did all those things, but you decided not to, allegedly, from Virginia. So it's like, fam, I don't know. I don't know. So I don't know whose quote-unquote fault it was for the breakup, but, I mean, it seems like they're, they're it's just both whack from both sides. Like, they, they're just not complying with each other, which is cool, whatever, you don't need to do. You don't need to continue it. It's fine. I mean, your 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 trust was forever broken, and now you feel like you know that family would never accept you to or or accept your blackness. I get it. You 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 know, I'm not faulting you. You know, why not get out? You know, what I'm saying I feel you. No pun intended <laughs> with the get out thing, but um, I totally understand. So there you go. It's done. So hopefully there's no beef. Uh, Clara, you can give me a call. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. If you you know if you're gonna be flying around my way, cause I know you're a flight attendant, what's good? You know, I I'll show you around these parts, okay? But anyway, fifteen hundred applicants, um, and out of the fifteen hundred, they had fifty three in depth in person interviews. So that's that's a pretty good number. So, but these are the people that they picked. All right, so it's probably gonna be a short episode. You know, where this is only the introduction, so meeting these people for the first time. So here we go. Uh, this person's name is Mark. Uh, Dr. Viviana loved this guy. You know, Mock the Shock. That's what she calls him because, of course, in Boston, she loved the accents. So Mark is 37. He's Mr. Wicked Committed. That's what they call him. He's a regional sales director. Um, he uh, he's, he's very, he's definitely committed. He has a lot of... Uh, um responsibilities there you go um he had his mother's in rehab for her legs um and also his grandmother his grandma's in the same facility like a block a block down um i completely understand that <coughs> i remember when my mother had to go in for for her legs you know for rehab um and you know i mean she's still i mean she has arthritis so uh her legs get very um week during the winter so um you know i have to take care of her well you know 
myself and my father but you know i have to do we both have to take care of her so i understand about that committing thing because it's like man can i go out with my friends tonight mm, probably not because my mom needs me more so i understand that um i i even remember um going out with um I mean, I've mentioned her before, but I haven't really talked about her in depth. But the yoga chick, where um, she kind of made it seem like um, I was choosing my mother over her, because like in her in the breakup letter, which I cannot find, she was talking about like, yeah, you need to take care of your mom and whatever, because like your mom is getting in the way. Well, she didn't say that your mom's getting in the way. She didn't say that, but it was like obviously your mom is a presence in your life. And she takes up a lot of your time. So, like, there's no room for me. And I'm like, yo, I've I've made time for you. I mean, I guess my mom does take a lot of my time. But I've made time for you. And, we, you know, we could have made it work. But it's hard because sometimes, you know, I can't, like, sleep over somebody's house. Like a woman's house if she wanted me to. Because, like, I'd rather, you know, be home in case, you know, my mother needs me. You know, so, um, yeah, uh, so I can't do that. Um, yeah, so it would suck because, like, at times I would definitely would want to sleep over a woman's home and, you know, wake up to her or, you know, you don't, or, you don't have sex in the middle of the night or something like that, like, or have sex once we woke up, like, that'd be fucking awesome but yeah it wouldn't it wouldn't it wouldn't come to be so um i completely understand the people's um reservations with have having so many uh responsibilities and also um he has like three cats too so like they were worried they were concerned about that um but um mark reminds me of um aj who's with uh stephanie and i forget what season they're on hold on let me let me let me see if i can find out uh i mean i can't find out but um hold on they're definitely in the later uh seasons um oh here we go season eight when they went to philadelphia <coughs> yeah i don't know just well, I I mean I like I definitely like Mark. AJ was fucking annoying. My God, um, and he had such like a sassy, not sassy attitude, but like a sour. There you go, sour attitude. Um, just annoying. But um, now Mark is a fucking sweetheart. He's awesome, and um, he's paired up with Lindsay. Lindsay is thirty four. They call her the wild card. Um, healthcare. She's a healthcare project manager and she has exuberant energy she absolutely does and i don't know why they call her the wild card since she's um very uh well i guess maybe because of her maybe because of her exuberant energy but i don't know i mean she's very dedicated she's like oh man i will be the wife for you and i will love you as much as you love me and i, I want somebody to love me as much as i would love them and i i love everything that she's saying but for me i think she might not turn but i think there's a i think there is an intensity like like a like an intensity switch i should say with her 
um i think she could be like a royal bitch um or brat sorry um if you if you press her button i, I think she has a button a, i think she has a brat button that will turn and you're like whoa okay what happened to the sweet innocent you know pepped up energy person but i do i do like this couple though i, I really hope that they work out Th this um uh lindsay is not my boo of the season but i definitely mark and lindsay are definitely my uh the couple that i'm watching i want i want them to succeed they're my couple of the season uh there's Elijahwan who was 29 he's the ex-playboy so you know he's like the bad boy he has the tattoos he has the fucking uh crazy ass hairdo you know that stuff um he's a municipal wastewater operator and he's saying that his playboy days are over um he's really dedicated he wants a traditional wife um and we have and he's paired up with katina who is 30 and she's the party girl no more so that's funny like they're both uh they're both past you know the playboy life even though even though that oh wait hold on well katina she's 30 she's a party girl no more she's a benefit calculation uh, analyst and um her deal breakers are passive aggressiveness so um it's cool that they're i think they're good together because i definitely i think i think they probably definitely would have dated each other in their past lives because they both fit what the other would have gone for in their old lives like if he was still a playboy he would definitely like Psh, yeah i want to smash that and if she was a party girl he's like oh yeah you know he's a bad boy um because uh, i think it was pastor cow was like yo are you done with bad boys she's like yes i'm absolutely done with bad boys and he used to be a bad boy so she would probably want him because she was like, oh, I could probably turn him into good. But he's already turned into that. Guys, I don't think they wouldn't have uh, uh, skipped out on the party girl, you know, to marry. Because, she, she, you know, she's she's hot. She's attractive. Um, I think this is a good pairing, too. Um, although, I mean, I don't necessarily care for their pairing. Even though they are a good pairing. But uh, Katina, mm, I don't know. She's okay. Um, I think Elijah. I think Elijah one will do good. And so, um, the next couple, um, is Noi. She's thirty three. They call her quietly noisy because like she is kind of like a quiet uh, uh, a church mouse kind of girl. Very cute. She's a talent acquisition coordinator. Um, she's a big talker and. Uh, likes to be vulnerable and sheds her emotions and her feelings and ladies and gentlemen noi is my boo of the season thank you thank you thank you very much she's mad cute um i'm she's attractive i'm attracted to her so yeah that's my boo of the season um and she is with steve steve is 38 he is mr free spirit he's a former <coughs> He's a former sales engineer. Um, yeah, because he lost his job because of COVID, but he says that he can get a job uh, anytime. So I'm not necessarily, uh, I'm not necessarily worried about that. And I don't think Noi would be wor worried about that too. I think I think that she would believe him. 
And also, too, this this guy, Steve, I mean, they're both Asian, so I, I'm pretty sure that's why they paired him, paired him up together. But <laughs> this this seems like the Johnny that we should have gotten. Steve. Steve is the new Johnny that we should have gotten from last year. I think this guy is, he is what he is. Um, he's going to be a good guy. Hopefully, please don't make me fuck it up again because <laughs> i because i really liked johnny last year at the beginning until he shown who he truly was and he was a fucking idiot um but i i, I like steve 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 is cool and noi is my boo of the season all right so the next couple is michael 28 he's training for love and he is a personal trainer i don't know i don't know but i think this guy is going to be trouble not trouble like He's going to be like the bad one. Although he might. He's not going to be bad like Chris or Brandon or uh, Matt or Luke. Not like that. Or not even the other Michael. Like lying ass Michael. Not him. But I don't know. He's. I think he. I think Michael is going to be. Michael is going to mess up a lot. I don't know if he'll be of his own doing or he just can't. He just can't get it right. I think that's how I feel about Michael. Um, uh, Jasmina, he's he's coupled with, is 29. And her moniker is No Miss No Nonsense. And she's an early childhood educator. Miss No Nonsense. She's Jamaican. Yeah. And uh, you can kind of see in her face that she kind of has a mean streak too. Uh, I'm, call, I'm calling it. Um, I think Jasmina is going to be... Um, if 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 Lindsay doesn't beat if Lindsay doesn't beat Jasmina to it, but I think Jasmina is going to be the brat of the season, um, and um, she's gonna give Michael a run for his money. I believe, uh, yeah, that's just me. And um, the last couple is Alyssa. She's thirty and she's looking. Her moniker is looking for her forever home. She is a social media manager. She's pretty cool. I mean, nothing necessarily to write home about. She's cute, whatever. Um, she she's an equestrian. Is that it? Yeah, she likes to ride horses. Um, and then there's Chris. I like Chris. I like Chris a lot. I don't know why. Um, but I like him. I think I like him a little bit more than Mark. Chris seems really cool. He's thirty five. Um, Mister Mon- Monogamy. <coughs> And he's a realtor. And they're paired up together. I think that might be a good couple too. Um, I think Alyssa and Chris. And uh, Mark and... Alyssa and Chris. Seems like a strong couple. I like Chris a lot. Then there's Mark and Lizzie. And I think that's the couple to beat. I think that's going to be a really good couple. (laughs) There's actually, actually... They all seem pretty good except for Michael and Jasmina. I don't think they're gonna I don't think they're gonna make it. If I'm gonna say it right now, Michael and Jasmina are not gonna make it. I think Mark and Lindsay are going to uh, that's again, that's my favorite couple. Elajuan and Katina, they seem like a really good couple. Noy and Steve, they seem like a good couple. Um and uh, Michael and Jasmina, they seem like the worst couple. Alyssa and Chris, um, they seem like a good couple too, um, and they went to you know the two weeks until the wedding, and then everybody 
uh, what's it called? Everybody um was told that they're getting married and they're they're going all crazy. Like, oh my god, like this is it. So um, let's 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 do my predictions. Hold on. Okay, so on decision day, Mark and Lindsay, they will be together. Yeah, they'll they'll be married. Uh, Elijah and Katina. Um. Uh, I think they'll be married, but on decision day, they will not be. I mean, on a reunion, they will not be. Uh, Mark and Lindsay, yes. Um, Noi and Steve. Hmm. Noi and Steve. I don't know why. Even though I say that they, they might be a good couple. <coughs> it might be. It might be a no. I don't know why. Uh, Michael and uh, Noy and Steve. I'm gonna go no. I'm gonna go no. I don't know why. My my mind is telling me no. I think maybe because I said yes already, so my mind is like, hey, you know, you gotta, you gotta pick another answer. So I could be completely wrong about them, but I'm 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 putting no. Um, Michael and Jasmina, hell no. They, nope. No for decision day and no for a reunion. Alyssa and Chris. Um, yes and yes. They're staying together. Yeah. So there you go. Um so I got so I got two out of the three couples staying together at the end. Yeah, so I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> so there's that. Um that's the end of the episode. I mean, I'm definitely gonna watch. I mean, they January first. What January fifth was like the actual technical first episode, but um, they had the kickoff show with the um, you know, panel not panelists, but you know, the the people that they have every uh year to do things with. Um, you know, with uh, Emily Longaretta, mm, that hot ass. I yeah, mm-hmm, I know you, girl. Um, so, uh, I'll be watching that, but I won't, like, cover it. I mean, I'll, I guess I'll, I mean, I won't make an episode uh, about it, but, I mean, I'll cover it in the next episode when the actual first episode happens. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's that. So, um, yeah, let's freaking get on, get on, get on, uh, to the thing. So, you know what it is right now? It's gonna be the, uh, it's gonna be the question for the and the, the the skin deeps the and self edition card game it is going to be uh what number is this number card number 68 all right so card number 68 um what you got for us card 68 is how does my body feel right now what is it telling me it's telling me that i'm freaking sick as dog shit i i've been like this since the friday before i uh on the 31st that i flew to atlanta i've been like this um uh, i mean it, it was definitely me because, i mean I, at first i thought it was covid so um i got tested and i got tested negative but um it was definitely me i i, was, I acted like an idiot so like you know i got there i was not prepared for the weather because usually in my head i'm like oh atlanta it's gonna be warm nah or i mean not even warm it's gonna be hot and it wasn't it was cold i was like oh great you know i got like fucking short sleeves whatever 
and um, I remember New, uh, <coughs> New Year's Eve, <coughs> I um, I had short sleeve shirt on. I mean, I had another shirt under it, but like it wasn't doing anything, and it was like maybe sixty degrees, and I was and outside it was fucking cold. But then when I went inside into the facility because we went to a house party. And then the air conditioner bumping, it's always even colder in there. So I had no reprieve. You know, I, I I would, you know, every like 15 minutes, I would go from one cold area to the next less cold area, but still cold nonetheless. And I stayed there until like fucking like two, three o'clock in the morning. And I was just like frozen. I like went, went, uh, you know, back where I was staying and I took a hot ass shower and I bumped the heat up super high because i was just so i was bone cold and um it just made my body the worst and so i had this like mean cough uh for like a couple days now like for like a week now actually (laughs) now that i'm talking about it um and it sucks because i want to freaking i want that shit to get or go away but it hasn't and it freaking sucks you know what I mean? So it's like, ugh, whatever. Um, but, you know, I've been, you know, trying to drink my tea, Halls, um, Vicks, anything that will help, anything. Um, but not, not, nothing's helping. I, I don't know what's going on. Um, I'll probably have to, like, look into it. But anyway, yeah, I mean, that's that's how it feels. What's, what's it telling me? I don't know. It's telling me to fucking get better, <laughs> you know? That that that's what it's telling me. Um, so I don't know. Hopefully, I get better and uh, be able to make uh, better episodes because I'm not trying to freaking get real interviews and stuff like that with my freaking uh, throat like this, you know. Because I am I am setting up interviews pretty soon, uh, more interview episodes. So I need to be on my tip top, my tippy tippy, you know. So uh, yeah. All right then, I mean, I mean that's it, man. That's that's pretty much it. You know, just try to get better. So that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Listen Notes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow and DM the podcast on. Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That is at TinkPod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. That is TinkPodcast at gmail.com. And I read your suggestions on the next show. So, after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody.